Welcome to the weekly We Are LA Tech Remix episode. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised LA, and I created We Are LA Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. Hey guys, my name is Jacob Pace. I'm the CEO of Flighthouse. We are the largest entertainment brand on TikTok with 23 million followers. We're based in Hollywood. You know, I think about this a lot, right? Yes, it is important to elevate your team, but I also think something important to understand if you're working for a company, if you're running a company, is under my leadership style, hard work gets rewarded. It's not specifically about how hard you work. It's about the quality of which you work. So you could get there early and, and, and leave late, but if you're not giving a quality product or a quality performance at the end of the day, it's going to be difficult to elevate that because you can still work your ass off and have a shitty attitude about stuff, right? Yeah. So I think just when I observe hard work and quality work and because it's hard it's hard at the end of the day it's like it's not just putting in the hours like you really got to know what you're doing at as well and and that's that's what's not easy about all this is that it's not only about the hours you put in but it's about how well you can understand something and it's like are you willing to step out of your comfort zone and are you willing to honestly most importantly care just care about something and so the way that i elevate is um you know elevate through, your team yeah yeah elevate my team is um I mean, through a number of ways. I mean, I think I, this is definitely something where I wouldn't say I'm like the best at, but it's something I'm conscious of is look for me. And this is where I've always stood with praise is I'm not going to give somebody praise unless I genuinely feel like they deserve it. Mm. And I'm not going to praise somebody just for like a, a little pat on the back. Like, Hey, like awesome work. Keep it up. Like you really have to impress me. But the, the thing is, I don't want to say that I'm hard to impress, but I recognize very quality work when I feel it. And I'm always quick to point out that those observations and that in addition to just like, as the more the press comes trying to give more opportunities to give panels to the team and the people who want it. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'll just end it there is that I think like as the opportunities come in for panels and, you know, press, where are there stories to talk more about the team of the people who are really helping move the company forward in ways that I can never do by myself? I mean, in the, in the little that we've gotten to know each other, it really seems that you're not ego driven. Mm -hmm. But I think the role of a CEO typically is, you know, it's a glamorous position, right? You get all the attention, you're running all the things, you're dictating everything. Mm -hmm. I think it's something really wonderful that I wish more high level executives would take a moment to like reflect on how, how to put your ego to the side. Mm -hmm. Is there something that you could share on, on how do you maintain that authority, but also not be driven by the authority that you mm -hmm. have? Right. It's, it's, it's hard, you know, but like at the end of the day, no matter what, like, it's funny because I was talking with my friend the other day and, you know, I think we were just talking about the important principles to have in your in your work, you know, like having it be something you like to do and, and blah, 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 blah. And we sort of ended the conversation by saying, like, and most importantly, have fun. Right. And I think it's it's a goal that, like, obviously we all want to strive for is like just having fun in your work. And so 
I mean, I try to exemplify that by just not taking myself too seriously and, and maybe to a fault sometimes where like maybe, I mean, look, I believe in work hard, play hard where it's like you can crack jokes in the office and, and, you know, make people laugh and all that, but like get your shit done at the end of the day. So it's yeah. like, you know, cause there's people that will just joke around too much and, you know, to the point where they're not being as productive. Right. But I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't really take it too seriously. I mean, I think like I'm just here to, I literally said this the other day, like I was questioning because I got started in all this when I was 14. And so I started to question like, am I still as passionate as I was when I was 14? Do I still question? Yeah. I was like, do I, do I still feel like I, my soul's like on fire and like, this is something I really want to do. And, and I thought about it and the answer wasn't no. It was just, I focused that energy in a different spot. Right. Cause anybody can say whatever vision they want for their company. They can say like, Oh, we want to be that next MTV and blah, blah, blah. But if I'll be honest, if I'm saying that we want to be, the next MTV that doesn't light my soul on fire. Like I'm not fired Mm. up by that mission because I think what we're doing is something different and I'm a big believer in a quality process, right? This is Lauren Popish and I'm the founder of The Wave Podcasting, a company dedicated to helping women tell their unique stories through podcasting. And we're based in Fairfax. It's actually a very personal story, but it's one that I've become really comfortable telling because I think it is so important to do the things that really come from a place of, of vulnerability. And that's really where this, this company launch came from. I've always had entrepreneurial dreams and ideas, but I recently, like two years ago, sat down and said, if I'm going to start a company, it needs to be one I'm really passionate about. It needs to be putting some good into the world. And so I had to look at myself and say, what, what do I think the world needs more of? Or what can I really go on a journey to, to provide? And the thing that came back was something to help women with public speaking fear. And that came from, interesting. yeah, that came from me developing in my adult life after a fairly traumatic public speaking event, just almost a phobia of, of speaking and, and public speaking specifically. I had gone from someone who loved speaking, was in theater, was on the sales team and had this very routine sales call and went in and kind of hyperventilated in the middle of a, of a presentation. And for the first time realized that speaking can be a scary, vulnerable experience. And it traumatized me. I had to leave sales. I had to start from the beginning of my public speaking journey. And what I realized in that process was you lose so much influence when you don't speak up, when you don't raise your hand. I had stopped volunteering to do conferences or speaking on behalf of of the real estate company I worked for. And those opportunities, other people were raising their hand. They were passing me by. It's not like my career was staying neutral. I was, it was actually hurting me. And I had started this podcast and just felt like at home speaking to friends, but really felt like I was cultivating good skills through podcasting. And so my feeling was if I can help women gain more confidence to speak up by providing them a safe space to podcast then I think more women would be raising their hands for opportunities in the workplace, more opportunities in their lives, and really just cultivating better communication skills. But with podcasting as that safe medium to do that. And I'm still, to be honest, I'm still on this journey of like regaining my confidence, but it feels a lot better because I feel like I'm on the journey with a lot of other people 
to go on that. So that was the source of it. It was a desire to create a company that is based in something real. And that realness was that I feel like I was at a hard place with public speaking and that there's probably a lot of other women. I mean, 75% of the population is afraid of public speaking. So there was a lot of other women who could benefit from that journey. So you were working for a real estate tech company in New York, and then you made your way over to Los Angeles. And now you've set up your podcasting studio in, is it Hollywood area? South Hollywood. South Hollywood, Fairfax. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What brought you to LA from New York? I think I'm like a lot of other New Yorkers I've talked to who are now in Los Angeles, who moved to Los Angeles because it just seems so much better than New York in terms of lifestyle. New York is like that kind of like an abusive lover almost. It's like you love it, but it doesn't love you back. It's too hard to live there. And after 10 years of grinding and giving it all I got, I really felt like I wanted to live in a place that cared a little bit more about balance and cared a little bit more about lifestyle. And we got here and it totally lived up. I know some people have different feelings about different parts of the country, but I am absolutely thriving in Los Angeles. I feel like I'm a better business person and a better human and partner and friend because the city is just so good for you. It it helps me find all the balance that I didn't have living in New York. I'm Chriselle Hanko. I work at TikTok and I am a marketing strategist. TikTok is a short form video app and I am based in Brentwood. There was a time where I was just like, I need to try new things and meet new people. Right. Um, so I joined ClassPass. Yeah, I have ClassPass. So on yeah. ClassPass, I took classes all oh, over the city. What a good idea yeah. to test them out. Yeah. And I remember like every class, my goal was to make two friends. What a cool goal. Yeah. So I would like talk to them. Sometimes I would walk home with these yeah. people. I took every class that yeah. used to intimidate me. So yeah. I remember like trying Pilates and I'm not coordinated at yeah. all. Me neither. It was so hard, but yeah. it was so good for me because after I'm like, huh, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember I was so stressed and I started yeah. taking boxing and it was so good to feel like if someone's robbing me or something happens to me, something. I can punch. Yeah. that's it. And how long have you been doing it now? About a year and a half. Wait, that's a really long time. Yeah. That's awesome. It was, it's so empowering. That's so cool. Yeah. And then once you work out, how else do you carry out your day? Like, where do you yeah. go to work next? No. So what I would do, I make bulletproof coffee. Have nice with bullet- the butter. Yeah. Okay. So um, I buy a butter, raw butter from the co-op. Yeah. Um, and I put raw butter, collagen, the collagen oh, yeah. peptides. Yeah. Um, MCT oil and then uh, mix them all together right. with raw cream. Yeah. And then I drink bulletproof coffee and then I just like... I think I watch YouTube videos, watch TV, and then go to work after. Oh, you legit relax to get grounded before you start your day. Yeah. Well, I used to think, you know, the first few hours of the day should be for myself. Yeah. It helps me set the standard for the rest of the day that I'm doing this, not just for like some small thing, but it's, you know, there's a story through this and there's there's a purpose why I'm doing what I do. So I just started, I just started doing that in the past few weeks. Yeah. Waking up at five 30, 
weight training by six, like a hit, yeah. hit slash weight training. Oh my God. And then at seven 30, I go to core power yoga. Wow. And then after that, I go to the beach. I walk on the beach and I write in my gratitude journal and yeah. I read a chapter of my book yeah. at the beach and maybe I meditate. And then I'll start my day after that. It's so nice. So grounding. Right. It just makes you so much nicer of a person. Than yeah, you're a nicer person. Yeah. And you're much more awake at work. You're not cranky. Completely. Yeah. And then once you get to work, what does your workday look like? Yeah. So, I mean, I check my emails and then I am obsessed with Julian Cole. Who's Julian Cole? So Julian Cole? Cole is this strategy guy. Yeah. He comes up with a ton of strategy and he like has PowerPoints. It's basically Where does he like, work? Is he an author or a speaker? Or? He is a freelance strategist. Okay. Um, and a consultant. Okay. So I feel like because I didn't study marketing or yeah. tech, it feels like an MBA in tech and marketing. Well, and totally. Strategy. Julian Cole. Well, included in the show notes. Yeah. Is it C-O-L-E the last yeah, name? Yeah. Julian okay. Cole. I like Mark Pollard. Who Pollard? Um, P-O-L-L-A-R-D. Pollard. Okay. Yeah. He manages Sweatheads, which is a Facebook group. And I learn a ton of stuff there. Um, I watch. About marketing. Yeah. Sweatheads. Like strategy. Yeah, I love the, to give them all to yeah. me. I'm going to join these things. And then I've been obsessed with learning how Disney employees do storytelling. Oh, and how do you learn that? So there's a ton of videos online. I basically just rummage through YouTube and figure out how they do storytelling. And it's so useful, even if you're just like presenting your ideas yeah. to your friends, to your coworkers, to executives. Join thousands of people in LA Tech on our We Are LA Tech Facebook group, where you can discover events, job opportunities, and even housing. Go to wearelatech.com slash community. We'll take you straight there. That's wearelatech.com slash community. The best business resource I have is my mentor's private Facebook group. I've never found a community that cares more about one another's success. It inspired me to create the same thing for podcasters. If you're a tech company or startup looking to grow your podcast audience, I created GetPodcastListeners.com, a private group specifically to discover how other podcasters have grown their audiences so we could do the same. Check out GetPodcastListeners.com. That's GetPodcastListeners.com. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Community spotlight coordination by Anna Freeberg. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production.